Chapter thirty six of That Lassa Lowry's by Francis Hodgson Burnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Alive Yet In the bedroom above the small parlour, a fire was burning at midnight, and by this fire Grace was watching. The lamp was turned low, and the room was very quiet. A dropping cinder made quite a startling sound. When a moan or a movement of the patient broke the stillness, which was only at rare intervals, the curate rose and went to the bedside, but it was only to look at the sufferer lying upon it, bandaged and unconscious. There was very little he could do. He could follow the instructions given by the medical man before he went away, but these had been few and hurried, and he could only watch with grief in his heart. There was but a chance that his friend's life might be saved. Close attention and unremitting care might rescue him, and to the best of his ability the curate meant to give him both. But he could not help feeling a deep anxiety. His faith in his own skill was not very great, and there were no professional nurses in Riggan. "'It is the care women give that he needs,' he said once, standing near the pillow and speaking to himself. "'Men cannot do these things well. A mother or a sister might save him.' He went to the window and drew back the curtain to look out upon the night. As he did so, he saw the figure of a woman nearing the house. As she approached, she began to walk more slowly, and when she reached the gate, she hesitated, stopped, and looked up. In a moment it became evident that she saw him, and was conscious that he saw her. The dim light in the chamber threw his form into strong relief. She raised her hand and made a gesture. He turned away from the window, left the room quietly, and went downstairs. She had not moved, but she stood at the gate awaiting him. She spoke to him in a low tone, and he distinguished in its sound a degree of physical exhaustion. "'You saw me,' she said. "'I thought you did, though I didn't think of you being at the window when I stopped to, to see Thleet.' "'I'm glad I saw you,' said Grace. "'You've been at work among the men who were hurt.' Aye, pulling at a bush of evergreen nervously, and scattering the leaves as she spoke. There's scarce a house hath come and sorty riggin as hasna trouble in it. God help them all, exclaimed Grace fervently. Have you seen Miss Barholm? he asked next. She were on th ground ten minutes after the explosion. She were in th village when it happened, and she drove to th pit. She's been working as hard as ony woman in riggin. She saw us go down th mine, but she did not see us come up. She were away then we a woman as had a lad to be carried home dead. She would have come to him, but she knowed you were wi' him, and they were them as needed her. When the cages come up, they were woman as screamed and held to her, and throwed and throwed the sends on the knees, and hit the faces he address, and he huns, as if they thought she could keep the truth from. Grace trembled in his excitement. "'God bless her,' he said again and again. "'Where is she now?' he asked at length. "'They were a little chap as come up in the last cageful. "'He were hurt bad, and he were sich a little chap as it went hard wi' him. "'When the doctor touched him, he screamed and begged to be let alone, "'and she heard and went to him, and knelt down and quieted him a bit. "'Poor little lad wouldn't let go her dress. "'He held to it for dear life.' and sobbed and shivered and begged her to go away him and howd his head on her lap while the doctor did what mun be done 
and so she went and she's wi him now he willna live till day leet and he keeps crying out for th' lady to stay wi him there was another silence and then joan spoke can you guess what i come to say he thought he could and perhaps his glance told her so if i were a lady she said her lips her hands trembling i couldna ax you what i've made up my mind to but i'm noan a lady and it doesna matter if you need someone to help you wi him will you let me ha place i dunnot ax nowt else but to be let to do th' hard work she ended with a sob suddenly she covered her face with her hands weeping wildly don't do that he said gently come with me it is you he needs he led the way into the house and up the stairs joan following him when they entered the room they went to the bedside the injured man lay motionless is there life in him yet asked joan he looks as if there mightna be there is life in him grace answered and he has been a strong man so i think we may feel some hope End of chapter 36